Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. So glad to have you on this Thursday, and we're so happy to have our next guest in studio. Of course, you know him as the Packers' all-time leading rusher, four-time Pro Bowler. Amon Green is here, but you have like a whole new life now that's not about football. It's about esports. We'll get to that in just a moment, but we have like diehard Packer fans who are listening right now. So 100%. they are so thrilled that you're here. But now we need to put you to work. Like, Correct. what's going on with the Packers' yeah. offense right now? I'm on. Yeah, um, I, I I had a call I took with uh, actually with Trey Ringo a couple of days ago, and just watching it as a player, you could tell just it's a little bit off out of sync with each other offensively. You know, Matt Lafleur, the head coach, to Aaron and the offense, to uh, you know Joe Barry and the defense, and the defense is probably the most consistent. They're just a victim of the offense not scoring points and creating turnovers for themselves. Fumbles, interceptions, being sacked and then pushed out of field goal range or uh, pushed out of to having to punt the ball. Yep. So that's a, so they're more victim of what happens to what, what does it happen with the offense, which is scoring points. Which at this point last year they were averaging over twenty four points a game, and uh, that's not the point right now. It is really now just focus on and Aaron said it because I was thinking it in the second series of that game. I was in the stadium in the bowl watching it with friends and family, and I'm like, they just need to go. They have two great running backs that are doing mm-hmm. pretty good. They just need to go um, single um, single back formation or I formation. We call green formation. And basic tight end set up, five linemen, one tight end, and run the ball downhill. And then I'll set up the play action. Sometimes you got to go back to simplicity mm-hmm. to get back where you want to go and get creative with different formations showing, you know, giving a defense or giving a defense a different look every time. All right, so I have a trivia question for you, Amon. When's the last time the Packers ran the ball in a season more than they passed it? Oh, that was 2003. 2003? Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> and how many yards did you run for that season? Uh, 1833. And it worked, right? It worked. It works. So can that? Uh, I don't think they can go that far in, in the year twenty twenty two. How much use can they get out of Jones and Dylan? Because you are paying Aaron Rodgers fifty million dollars a, a year. A lot. 
uh, you, uh, you ran 57% of the time that year. That Or no, I'm sorry, 51.7% of the time that year. Mm-hmm. Give me a, a reasonable balance here. What would you like to see? Uh, for Aaron and A.J. Dillon in terms of, and then to Aaron Rodgers yeah. throwing the ball, I would see some, I would go with, you know, 60-40. You know, that's a fair assessment of saying 60% we're going to pass the ball, but that we got to set up that 40% first with the run game. You know, start the game. And something we used to do with Mike Sherman and even Coach McCarthy when he took over in 06 was the fact that our first 15 plays, which I think I've heard of that, is where it's 15 scripted plays, yep. no matter what the defense runs, just to test the waters. Yep. And sometimes those first 15 had three run plays in a row. And that was – Okay, yeah, we're establishing the run right away just to see how they're going to fill the box, if they're going to blitz us, if they're going to bring safeties into the box, which is that 10-yard radius from the line of scrimmage, because then that opens up the pass game, and then it gives the defensive back and the wide receivers one-on-one matchups. So they're not able to go back and sit in double coverage and bracketing your best receiver. Well, I think the next question is, are these wide receivers good enough to beat one-on-one coverage. I mean, how, how are they going to develop to the yeah. point where they can? Where is that receiving core right now? The, the receiving core is not quite yet, there yet. You know, with Dobbs, who is doing a lot better, and he was my dark horse I called in the, in the offseason. Once they drafted him, I looked at his his uh, his resume from Nevada and was like, you know, he was all-conference player of the year. He had all the yards he'd broken being a receiver there. So that told me, okay, he has the – the grind to do what he needs to do to get better. Um, but he's going to be a rookie still. He's yep. going to have to take – it's going to take time. And then, obviously, then the first pick that was taken, Christian Watson, had all the physicals. Big, fast, father played in the NFL as a defensive back, so he just transferred his DB information to his son. Um, but then he has to hand me during training camp. And as we know, him and I think Romeo is the only guys that played in preseason. So that time was valuable – and during training camp, but overall the team didn't because Aaron wasn't throwing them the ball. And I think that was missed out. And I think that's something where I think coaches kind of have to go to the chalkboard and try to rearrange preseason usage, maximizing three games instead of four, but then having your veterans play because you still got to get in rhythm. You know, in preseason basketball, I just watched the season just started that LeBron was playing during preseason ball. He was getting his reps in. Stephon Curry, they were all doing it. Why? Because you want to get in rhythm. Mm. You want to get in rhythm with your receivers. Running backs want to get rhythm with your offensive line. So you get that time in preseason ball when the games don't count. You know, and, and some of the coaches, oh, well, you know, guys might get hurt. Yeah, right. But that's football. It could be the first game of the regular season, and you could do a non-contact ACL. Right. You know, so you can't worry about being injured in football, but you got to let them play and develop together in the preseason. And then the regular season, you don't have these bumps in the road. Amon Green is with us here in studio. Of course, he's still the Packers' all-time leading rusher with a four-time Pro Bowler and now is doing work with eSports. He's an eSports coach and professor at Wisconsin-based Lakeland University and a media exec and shareholder at ESTV.co. We're going to get to that because that's fascinating in and of itself. Another Packers question for you, though, because we had Sean King on yesterday, the Mm -hmm. former quarterback, and he was talking about whether Aaron Rodgers was, like, the right guy to kind of nurture a young receiving core, right? Does Like, doesn't want to play in preseason, right? Of course. Um, But sort of, like, it's his attitude, you guys learn it, and then come to me, Mm. and we'll, you know, or does he kind of wrap his arms around guys because maybe the personality and his leadership style mm-hmm. might not be right for this type of rebuild on the offense with the receivers. That is. Yeah, I always have to say, I think he made his attempt at wrapping his arm around him when he called the meeting. I think it was right before the mm. season started, mm. right after the third preseason or maybe the second preseason game. And that, that type of 
you know, call out by your leader on the team. I know as a rookie, I'm all ears. I'm listening. I'm shutting my mouth. I'm letting not, not letting my attention span go somewhere else. When I got the guy who's going to throw me the ball, you know, be, the, you know, that he's talking. Um, I remember 2003, the year you just brought up, Andrew. Yeah. That was the year Sylvester Crooms, who was the running backs coach. Edgar Bennett was also helping out in that room, who was a former NFL running sure. back as well. Super Bowl champion. We started meeting with the offensive line as a group. Mm. So all the running backs and fullbacks, yes, we have fullbacks. <laughs> <laughs> We're meeting with our center, guards, tackles, even the backup guys, all in the room. And so then that convergence of us watching film together, watching all the run plays, either in practice or game, then we got to ask questions or the linemen got to ask questions to us. Amon, when, when I do that on a power, you know, when I engage the block, what are you trying to do? And I'm like, I'm basically waiting till you get to the run fit. And then mm. as soon as you hit that guy, I'm I'm skirting past you. Or, I'm, or I'm, I might try to influence the linebacker because I could see him trying to either go over top or trying to cheat and stay behind the block. So I'm just trying to use your body as that. And they're like, oh, you know, or sometimes oh. they would say <laughs> things to me like, Amon, you know, I'm trying to get the box fast so then you could just get out of it. I was like, okay, no problem. And so up until that point, I was like, why we didn't do this sooner? Yeah. Right. Because now it opened up my game. I already had a football IQ. I watched a lot of film. I broke it down to the minute details where I learned that when we played against the Bears and Brian Urlacher, Lance Briggs, Lance was the heavier of the two, but Brian was faster. So I know if I could get him to, to bust it to the outside on the outside zone, then I'll have the cutback. But I, I learned, I knew that stuff, but then talking with the offensive lineman, mm -hmm. knowing that that could help them in certain footwork, in, in situations moving around, then it just brought our game. And that's why we yep. were, had more running yards and attempts in 03 over passing yards. That was the one for us personally. That was one big reason why. We're talking to former Packers great Amon Green. Uh, last Packers question for me. So after a loss, Aaron Rodgers has been very philosophical this yes. year, almost laid back. You know him. Uh, what are we supposed to make of this? Is he cool with the losses? Is he is he this grand wizard? Perloff wants he like more fiery. I think the word was yeah. stop being a hippie. Right. Yeah, being like, a what's this player. new age Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> what, what's he trying to tell us here? Isn't he dying inside that they're not better so far? Oh, 100%. No, he's a competitor through and through. And yeah. I, I like this because it shows people that there's another way to show how you can be passionate about it without getting fiery. Sure. No, he trusts me 100%. He is a competitor. He's he's just not letting see see nobody, you know, see him sweat. Sure. That's what he's doing. And and he's keeping his mental about him because he understands, you know, possibly, you know, one thing I always think about life after football. You know, how if he becomes a commentator, people are going to like that him being a more reserved type but understanding he could still explain what he needs to do to get better because he judges himself his teammates and the coaching staff. He's saying, and then he says, "Hey, we're all doing this together, so we just basically sometimes have to figure this out, you know, assemble it and figure it out together." But I think fans sometimes want to see you die a little bit after you lose. You, you know, that's how we are. Sometimes I feel like fans. Right. Maggie's a Bills fan, so she knows a lot about this losing tough games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good now though. <laughs> sometimes you. I think I the fan. Sometimes I think the fans take it harder than the players in a weird way. But maybe it's because the players aren't showing it. Uh, I say, I say for me, I did the same thing. I didn't show it. Yeah. Um, I did my best not to show it because for us, it was, it was business. It wasn't personal. Um, 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The rivalry games that we have from the Bears to the Vikings, the fans took it more serious than us. I mean, yeah. they have a song in Wisconsin that talks about the Bears still suck. It's on an <laughs> album. It's, you could download it. I think it's on <laughs> iTunes or something. Okay. And they, I, pretty, I don't know the song, but I'm pretty sure there's a song out there about how bad the Vikings are or... They're not bad, but <laughs> how bad they want them, the Vikings, to be when they come into Lambeau. So that's how, from the fan point of view, it's yeah. serious intent for us. Like some of them guys we know because some of the guys we potentially went to college with, sure. they were in, or they were in our conference. You know, they I played in Nebraska. I played against guys that were Buffaloes or Jayhawks that played for the Bears, that played for the Vikings mm-hmm. or the Lions. You know, I had actually Dominic Rioli. He was the center for the yeah. Detroit Lions for for years. Yeah, <laughs> he was a freshman when I was a junior. Yeah, so it was like. I'm not going to hate you. you know, <laughs> we're teammates. We're friends. So, His but, son uh, is the big quarterback going to Ohio State. Exactly. Right? You know, so it's like for us, it's just it's business. And yeah. we, you know, for I knew Brian Urackler personally yeah. and Lance Briggs. So we were like, good. We'll help each other up. Off, hey, man, how the wife and kids doing? Oh, doing good. All right. <laughs> see you later. I know. You know? I love the chit chat that you guys have during the game. It's like yeah. when the first baseman yeah. and the runner on first are like talking about the weather and stuff. Wait, Lance yeah. Briggs? I remember Lance Briggs yeah. and Brian Urackler. Those guys were doing small talk. Like, <laughs> they tried to knock your head off. I so, saw it. Exactly. So uh, yeah, yeah. prime example of uh, the year they had to uh, remodel Soldier Field in 02. Yeah. So they had to pay uh, down in Champaign at a uh, line nine stadium and a big play. And he, he got me with a good hit. And oh, actually, I got Aerolacker with a good hit, and he helps me off the ground. He said, "Dude, you just knocked the snot bubbles out of me." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I like this guy." I went back to the huddle, play on, you know. So it was just like playing with people, you know, playing with friends. You know, you brought up Nebraska. Amon Green is here with us in studio. Uh, what do you think? Next coach? Who would you Who would you make a call to to try to recruit and say, "Hey, you should come and coach Nebraska"? Um, well, really, none in mind other than the guy who's there right now, Mickey Joseph, because he's a former mm-hmm. player of Nebraska and just a former athlete himself. Mm-hmm. So, and he's been doing a really good job of getting the team up to play, up to snuff to compete against the teams that we're playing against in the Big Ten. Um, so that's where my my call will go right now. Okay, I haven't really thought about anywhere else because, for one, I've been coaching esports. And, yep doing a lot of this, but I, I've heard rumors of coaches that, you know, used to coach at or with DCs or OCs at Ohio State mm-hmm. and other college programs and other NFL programs. So there is it's it's gonna be interesting to see who, you know, Trev Alvarez pulls the trigger on come the end of the season. Like I said, my my call will go to Mickey Stan. But you Keep were in house. You were, were with Scott Frost, right? Yes, I was with Scott. Were you so, surprised it didn't work out? We all had high expectations. A little surprised yeah. because what I had visited him a few his few years down in UCF yeah. and saw how Fantastic of a job he brought that program up. They had the athletes, and he brought in the schemes offensively. And it was just, I was like, it's going to be a matter of time. He could do this in Lincoln, and he did. He got there, but then, like I said, just a little bit surprised that it didn't work out. And it's just unfortunate. You know, I had friends, I got family that you know live in the state still. So you know, behind the scenes stuff was you know finding out that he quite wasn't you know doing. The things as a coach should do, you know, showing up, you know, hearing the rumors about showing up to practice late and not being focused. And then I'm just like, that's, yeah, that's not going to, that's not, a, I say, 
those those are not the actions to keep a job anywhere, right. even at a place you were a champion at for a long time. Yeah, that was really surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amon Green is here with us in studio. So now he's an esports coach and professor at Wisconsin Bake Lakeland University. This is like full time. You are yes. coaching now esports, obviously like video games, yep. straight up. You said that you can scout an esport athlete just like you can scout a football player, a pitcher, mm-hmm. a you know, great tennis player. Like what what do you have to see in someone that makes them a great esports player? Um, I see from the gaming, so actual controller in their hand or mouse and keyboard they're controlling is their um, reflexes. Mm. Obviously, hand and eye reflexes, especially with mouse and keyboard. You see more of that because of the games like Valorant, so because of the games like League of Legends, and any sh- CSGO is another one. For the shooters and Rocket League too, mouse and keyboard, it's amazing to see what they could do with it. Mm-hmm. But then also watching how they, you know, how they basically readjust, just like I had to adjust when I'm getting a ball running downhill and it's an outside play, but all of a sudden they're blitzing or everybody support comes up and I got to cut back. I just made an instinctual decision, boom, to go there. And so I got to, I'll see that in the player. You wow. know, I say the next thing will be looking for uh, communication, how they talk to their teammates mm-hmm. in the comms. Right. Because obviously, traditionally, I say more recent is uh, a big word in the gaming world is toxicity, and so so a lot of players in that realm. Because I just had this talk with my 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 roster of players, they would rather fight fire with fire. So if somebody says something rude to them, they're gonna fire right back. And I'm like, that's not the way to go. You gotta be, you gotta take the higher ground. Mm. Right. You know, you kind of you gotta one ignore it, mute them, but don't engage because sometimes if somebody hit the right button by saying a, a rude statement to you then you're off focus. You right, know, like, just a, like, like a trash talker, like playing against Gary Payton. Exactly, playing yeah. playing against a, gay, a guy in the you know street ball, and yeah. they're talking about your mom you know, or your dad. Or, At you least know. you can mute them in the esports. Right, now <laughs> you can mute them. Yeah, back in the day, back you, in the day you just got to handle it. They're in your face. It, yeah. So I say, so just pay, pay attention to that and learn how to basically swipe the page clean, move on, and make sure you're still focused in the game. Now, Amon, I have I've some eligibility left, and I don't know if you <laughs> noticed the moves. Like, I feel like I'm nowhere near a college athlete in any way, but eSports, right. I missed my opportunity here. Th- we all did. I'm built like an eSports <laughs> athlete. I'm be- yeah. Would you have not have been the Packers' all-time leading rusher yeah, would if you have eSports gone existed? E-sports? I Because I tried to go to baseball, and Ron Wolf, or our GM, he said, no, stick with football. And I was like, I think I'm going to listen to him. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 25 years old right now, so I'll Wait, you thought you were going to leave the NFL and play baseball? Um, back in uh, 2000, actually two years before that 03 season, 2001, I not leave. Uh, you know, I was gonna do Bo Jackson, oh. Dion. I was gonna, you know, Damn. go play half a season football, and wanted to go and play half a season of baseball because I grew up with it. I yep. was good at it, and so um, Ron Wolf. I had that comment. It wasn't. It was like a. It was like walking past. He overheard me say. He's like <laughs> baseball. He said, No, no, no. You're doing pretty good here. Now I'm like, uh, <laughs> that guy knows a little bit more than I do. So what were you an infielder, outfielder? Uh, outfielder. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right, left, center. So. Yeah. I remember Nebraska got that kid, Bubba Starling, who's now. Do you remember him? He's a player now. He was number. Mm. He was a like the top football recruit, but he chose baseball because he didn't want concussions. And oh, he's okay. now in the Royals. Right. I think he was the biggest recruit Nebraska had ever gotten, but didn't play. Right. You know, I, yeah. My mom would not have let me play football, but she would have been in on esports. That would have <laughs> been day. great. All oh. day. I mean, Tecmo Bowl is not a game, but listen. Oh, it's a game. What are you talking about? I mean, it's not like you can't you can't compete. You're not going to win big prizes. Yeah, well, yeah, not big prizes. There's there's events in actually Wisconsin. They do a a win. It's actually coming up by the New Year, usually by uh, New Year's Day or after that weekend. They have a Tecmo Bowl tournament at the Wallering Hole in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I also heard there's another Tecmo Bowl tournament coming up in Omaha, Nebraska. I swear, somebody invited me to come cover it. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah. Please I let mean, me know. That is right in your I mean, wheelhouse. Right. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. It's not Lincoln, but it's close. Everyone knows the unstoppable Bo Jackson three yard run all day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you, you didn't to play Tecmo Bowl and didn't know that you didn't play Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amon Green is here with us. Wow. Well, I mean, congrats on finding this other passion. Yes. Yeah. You know, something to, after football, we know it can be hard for guys sometimes when you get out of the sport to find like what's next. Yeah. And it seems like you found it with esports. Yeah. It was something that, you know, I knew it was coming at the end of my career, officially done with the Packers in 2009. Then I played in the United uh, Football League, which was a league that didn't last long. Uh, but I got to play in my hometown. It was, I played for the Omaha Nighthawks. Mm-hmm. So I, that was a great opportunity. And then that folded the next year. And so. I knew probably halfway through my, I knew at the beginning to halfway through my career that, you know, reality is I'm going to be old and football is going to be past me because I'm not that fast no more. And it's just the natural way of things. You know, it was something that my dad, my parents told me, mainly my dad, he always talked about, you know, when you do something, especially with uh, watching football and playing sports, it's, some of the sports are young men's sports. Like football is one of those. NBA. Are we or sure? Be, or Tom being a quarterback. Tom Brady's 45. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Be, or being a quarterback. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then basketball, baseball, obviously, you can go and play. I know some baseball players play to their 50. It was a, a Julio, Julio Franco. I think he yeah. was yeah. around 50-something when he. Yeah, Randy Johnson was pretty old. Hung, and there's a couple of guys. Nolan yeah, Ryan was right, pretty old. Right, hung up the bat in the cleats there. So I knew that in mind. And a lot of players wouldn't do what I did. They wouldn't think about, oh, man, mm. when I'm done playing, I'm going to do this. Because yeah. they're worried about, okay, we're playing now. If you think about the end, then it's over. I was like, I was thinking about that during the 03 season. Yeah. And I had a pretty good 03 season. 04 <laughs> season, I was a Pro Bowl. I was like, so it's just the natural way of thing. And I think that's that would, with that mindset will help athletes transition a lot better out of the game. Because usually when they don't have that mindset, they, they don't know. They got to figure out in retirement what I'm doing next. Yeah. Instead of already have a predestined idea. Okay, like I had... I want to coach and potentially if I learn how to, I say, have the good etiquette and be a proper commentator. I've took classes since I retired. So that's where I feel I could do what I'm doing now yeah. as a commentator and shoutcaster in esports. So that's where I wanted to go. And I went down those ways to get education, to get coaching in it. Um, and I had um, Andy, Andy um, Goodrich and uh, Mark Watts who helped me in those uh, areas. And so with that in mind, there was no, year where I was like going in down that that bad path yeah right you know and I have friends yeah. and family who all played in the NFL that have been down that road and you know once they're in down that road it's just you know you got to help them out of it but for me I was like I don't want to go down that road yeah at all so I'm this is where I'm gonna set myself up do something and find that next I basically said I'm gonna find that next love because I love football I love doing that just like my just like my family I love my family so I'm gonna do everything I can do to be the best next thing I do and you know and it, it was gaming and then coaching and now now I'm doing both yeah basically. putting them together wow well fantastic Amon Green thanks so much for joining us of course check out estv.co you can find some more information there and best of luck to you and your team I don't know when's the season I don't I'm sorry the season Forgive are me. fall and spring fall and spring and okay. tonight is today's Thursday so we may have an NBA 2k player playing tonight Ooh. and then tomorrow Friday we have Smash Brother players we have four of them and right now out of four players in three weeks of games, they've only lost once. Wow. All right. So they're nice. 11 and 1. What do you like? What's the team name? Go uh, Muskies. We're, Go Muskies. It's a, it's muskies. a Wisconsin fish. And it's a muskie. <laughs> yeah, it's called a yeah. muskie. <laughs> okay. Go Muskies. Okay. Go Muskies. We've just adopted an esports team. Amon, thank you so much. Uh, coming up next, of course, your phone calls at 855 212 4CBS, 855 212 
888-532-4227. And we're calling it now. The first loss for undefeated teams in college. Perloff and I look into our crystal ball next. Don't move more Maggie and Perloff straight ahead. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.